you have to smack anybody across the head with that while you were watching the Snyder Cut? No, I uh, I thanked a polite Asian man for delivering my Instacart. <laughs> and within solidarity, I was like, I'm with you. Like, you need to give me the power fist. Took this mask on, walked <laughs> up, got in his car and drove off. I, I, if I was the client, I would give him uh, other can. <laughs> we need more black and Asian relations. And with that, welcome to the Giant Contraband Robot Podcast. I'm your host, Desmond Desi's Dad Robinson, with co host Benita Levine. Benita, still always tired. Yep. Levar. It's the dynamic duo today. Just us two. <laughs> Talking about Justice League, the Snyder Cut. Yes, we're finally talking about it because it's been out for close to two weeks, and we're finally say our piece on it. I I thought it was just a week. Didn't it come out last week? It came out last week, but by the time this comes out, it'll be close to two weeks. Oh yes, because you have to edit and all that. Whoops. That and have everyone catch up. Those who did not catch up, who would not be named. No, we're not gonna. My bad. I'm not gonna throw. (laughs) No, I'm not gonna throw you. It's been difficult. It's been a difficult couple of weeks, so everyone can't. We we we're on on a time crunch. Well, mental time crunch. That mental health is an important thing. And trying. And to... you know, this motherfucker was four hours long. Here's the thing. This is people, and I'll get this right off the bat. If you can sit through Lord of the Rings, both Infinity War and Endgame, two three Star Wars movies back to back. Or any Harry Potter movie back to back, you should not complain about this being four hours. I'm, I, I mean, you can. No. no. This one? Yeah. No. I have people who sat through the extended cut of Lord of the Rings, all three of those movies. And then they have, and they I have the sat ball. through a Twin Peaks marathon that was 25 hours. And, you and sh- I would rather do that than have to sit through the four hours of this Justice League movie. I would rather have David Lynch shoot me in the head than do that. Cool. I w- I'm sorry, I like David Lynch, but I would not sit through 25 hours of Twin Peaks. Can't. Just can't. But anyway. <laughs> I unfortunately saw it twice. And unfortunately, well, I know you're thinking, like, why, why unfortunately? I wasn't, I was, I'm... <sighs> Okay, I'm getting on my soapbox. I, I'm not, I have not got off my soapbox since uh, Tuesday. So here we are, people. Um, we, <laughs> no, actually, not me and Benita, because we didn't ask for the Snyder Cut. You can go through our Twitter history. Yeah. We did not ask for the Snyder Cut. Those who have been asking for the Snyder Cut do not deserve this movie. You have been abusive. You have been racist, sexist, homophobic to those who at the time, didn't think there was a cut. And yes, what um, Zack Snyder went through behind the scenes is very dickish of Wonder Brothers. Like, you wouldn't let the man grieve because he lost his daughter to a tragic event no parent should be going through. So yes, Wonder Brothers ain't shit, but you, everyone who did what I just listed, you do not deserve this movie. And then to have the gall to ask to complete the Snyderverse. Get the fuck out of here. I don't want yeah. a Justice League 2 or 3. Y- you ruined it since Man of Steel. 
I, I went back and actually went, went back and watched Man of Steel. I have opinions now. The rose-colored glasses in terms of DC movies are off. <laughs> Done. I, yeah, I am actually very much on board with the, um, not so much ignoring this, and I hate that we're calling it the Snyderverse, but like that they are course correcting because I mean, I think they just realized it's not people aren't really wanting dark and gritty. Like they took the wrong um ideas from why Christopher Nolan's Batman movies were such a success and why people really liked them because number one, they took the time. I mean, for most of the characters, they took the time to invest and make sure that they were well-written, good. Um, the third movie, a little iffy. But, like, it was an honest attempt at what a realistic superhero would look like in the real world. Um, and Warner Brothers was just like, oh, people just like it dark and gritty. And we were like, no, we liked it because it had that little bit of realism, too. Like, it was still very comic booky. Like, you're like, oh, there's a temple of ninjas that just randomly pick up Bruce Wayne to train him. Yeah, okay, sure, whatever. Um, but I think that's what drew people more towards it rather than, like, oh, yeah, he drops the F-bomb and, like, smashes people into walls and rips their guts apart and whatever, like, it, it, I just, I'm very thankful for the, the course correct that we're, we're getting, because I think we can get better characters, stronger characters, and better representation than we got with whatever, like, dark, gritty BS they tried to give us both. And the thing is that with future DC movies, like, they create, they're going back to what worked in the 80s and pretty much the 70s, through the 70s, throughout the, um, pretty much up until begins, random, random DC movies that somehow connect. I don't know what the fuck, I, apparently, Harley Quinn or Birds of Prey, wherever the fuck it's called, is con still connected to Suicide Squad, the DCEU, and the Suicide Squad. And definitely I'm, deserves a sequel because that movie was so freaking good. And people didn't see it. Call a spade a spade. People did not see stupid. it. And I'm trying. Uh, I'm sorry. I got one. I got one frame in, and I just stopped. I just can't. Like I can't. If they would have called this the Harley Quinn movie from the get-go, not Birds of Prey, I would have watched it. The fact that you made a character, this character, a focal point, who shouldn't really be a focal point for Birds of Prey in the first place. Like, just call it the fucking Harley Quinn movie. And, and, I'm, and I've been tired of supervillains. Okay, but been, I... Hold on, like, wait, 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 wait. I, I know you're going to defend it. I know you're going to defend it, but let me get this out. I have always been the type of person, like, establish this character in a hero movie first to be like, Harley is a very complicated anti-hero. By this point, 
yes, people are going to be like, wait, she's an anti-hero? Yes, an anti-hero. She's currently working with Batman to save Gotham. So there you go. Um, Like, see her, like, get to that point where, like, she knows, all right, the Joker's, the Joker ain't shit. I have people who actually care about me. Batman does not really want to beat the shit out of me. He actually wants to help. Fuck the Joker. Let me go on this path. We did not get that in any of these standalone movies. No, we, we got enjoy. that in Birds of Prey, but you're being stupid and coming up with dumb reasons not to watch it. Your first reason was like, oh, the villain dies at the end. I don't want to watch it. And now you're just like, the name was stupid. I don't want to watch it. That's like judging a book by its cover. And you're judging it and you haven't even seen it. And you're missing out on a good movie. And it you do not have the right to shit on this movie because you haven't seen it. Guess Sorry, what? yeah, it was a that was a firm jump under that soapbox. Guess what? Um, guess no, what? just but guess what? Sidestep. Off. <laughs> guess what? I'm gonna keep on shitting on it. <laughs> and I'm I... gonna keep calling shit out on you for being bullshit. Go ahead, I don't mind. I'm still gonna be me. This. Two-faced of an individual. Okay. I'm the personification of... Anyway. Back on track. Anyway. Yes, you are being right, though. We are getting more a diverse cast um, going going forward. Um, Shazam. And that Shazam. Su- the Suicide Squad trailer. Did you watch that today? It was meh. I'm... I'm just meh. Very hopeful, but I'm, like, lowering it. Um... It definitely, it definitely has like vibes of Guardians of the Galaxy, which honestly isn't a bad thing to say it has vibes for because James Gunn did an excellent job with that. I just don't want it to be like two Guardians of the Galaxy because the whole shot with the weird um, cat rat looking thing that was like in the window. His brother looking the window. Yeah, I'm like. Okay, but how many weird rodent creatures do you need in your James Gunn? Hey, pull, well, he pulled Polkadot, man. Ooh. That's true. Uh-oh. I'm really excited to see Peter Capaldi as, um... Wolf. Mastermind? Yes, I was like, shit, what's his name? I forgot. I know he's playing a DC villain, though. I think you're right, yeah. Um, but I, when I saw and then I was... hopefully some redemption for... Rick Flag and um, Boomerang, because they they both really sucked in Suicide Squad. So, yeah, well, hopefully people, they get a nice redemption. Well, people got what they want. Starro. I don't know who was asking <laughs> for him, but Starro's in the movie. I don't. I just really want someone to make a Pokemon joke with that, like just. Anything where they're just like, does anyone have a Pokeball? Need him for my collection. Just would be great. It's all I'm out for is Pokemon joke. That's your one. In a DC movie. That's, that's, your, that's your one. This is a Digimon podcast. You don't, you don't respect. <laughs> you don't disrespect Digimon by talking about Pokemon up here. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, uh, we got Bat- so this brings us back. Yeah, bring us back to Snyder. Um, Batgirl and. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say uh, oh, was because joking. because what Justice League spun off um, because of the Snyder cut. Um, Warner Brothers have greenlit a Batgirl movie, a static movie. I don't know why people call it the Static Shock. This is not an animation animation adaptation uh, live action of the animation series adaptation. This is just straight up about Virgil Hawkins and Static. Um, the director tweeted, script is done, they start casting in April. So that's going to be interesting. This is going to be the first time whoever gets cast as Virgil Hawkins, this is the first African-American or black American person, black person in general, playing Virgil. That's, that's, a, t- that's a tough shoulder to put, some, to put someone on. Um, you're going to be the first person to be the live action personification of Static. And you'd be right, rep- and then like... And how- representing Dwayne, the late, great Dwayne McDuffie who created the character. But like, also, especially with the whole, like, um... Oh god, why am I blanking on his name? Um, right? Ray Fisher. The guy that played Cyborg. Yes. Like, um... Sort of that whole drama and uh well just shit show. Like whoever gets cast, they're just like gonna be like, Do I have to be on my best behavior so I don't get blacklisted by WB or do I need to be like brave like Ray Fisher and come forward and then potentially never work in Hollywood again? I think because everything that's going on with Ray Fisher, that's probably why they cast a black director for static and writer for static. So it was like, all right, let's save face. Now WB, damage is done. It doesn't matter if you hired a Latin director to write and direct Blue Beetle. Um, you got the writer of, um, oh my God. Um, is the movie that Carrie Mulligan recently did. Oh, um, uh, Promising Young Woman, yes. Emerald Fennell? Yeah. Fennell? She's, she's, she's writing... Zatanna, she might. I, I heard, oh, that's right. She, she might direct. She's a good director. She can also uh, set up some some shots. Promising young woman, actually, really. So we got Zatanna, Blue Beetle, Static, Batgirl, um, a new Supergirl, um, Aladdin actress who's going to be in Shazam in Flash. Um, Helen Marin recently cast in Shazam 2. Um, like I told Christian, just because Helen Marin has been cast does not get me to watch Shazam. No. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, none of, neither of the, the leads of the characters are wholesome. All the other kids are wholesome except for the two leads. <laughs> and Zachary Levi. But unfortunately, Zachary Maybe they'll get a redemption, too. Um, I didn't think they were that, but I also had low expectations for Shazam, so when I saw it, I'm like, oh, that was actually really enjoyable. What the hell? Good uh, job, DC. Yeah. I was hoping to see them. I don't want to jump towards the end of the epilogue, so we're going to go through part by part. We went through about 15 minutes talking about non-sequential shit, but also a little bit of news, but also we didn't go into the actual rigmarole of the show. It's gonna this, be all spoilers. <laughs> yeah, this is all spo- it's been two weeks. 
Um, <laughs> thank you for listening to the Giant Cotch Robot Podcast. You can listen to us. This is going to be a stacked week, so me and Benia's episode, this episode will be on Monday. It's coming up Monday. So the day of this recording is on a Friday of the 26th, so the 20th, 30th, March 30th, yeah, whatever. whatever the fuck 29th. Day, 29th. <laughs> My day, pandemic is pandemic. You know what, whatever. Days I, don't I, mean anything in a, yeah. in a pandemic. It's so, fine. So this episode on Monday, Wednesday, we have... Falcon and Winter Soldier, episode two. I have not watched it yet. Of this time of this recording, I haven't watched it yet, but I heard good things. And on Thursday... I'm like, internet, stay away from the internet. Um, Friday, um, we're going to be reviewing episode one through three of Invincible. Me, Christian, and Ray. Um, Ray Square, Moon Boy. <laughs> He's going to be tired of it. So. Is um, that the one that's the new cartoon one on Amazon? Oh yeah, it's from No. You want me to send you my uh trade paperbacks from issue one, um trade paperback one <laughs> all the way through eight? Because it's really good. But I'll say this. I'll give y'all this bit. There they took a panel from the first volume of the trade. Or if you if if you read the comic, uh, I think this is issue four, if I remember correctly. It's more brutal seeing it animated than reading it as a comic. Oh. It's way more brutal. Like holy fucking okay. shit. Um I have I don't I have not finished the trades because once again, no money. Um but I do have the action figure and there's a and it, I think it came out at a proper time with all this Asian hate to have an Asian lead, Steven Yoon, who's Oscar nominated Steven Yoon. Former Walking Dead. Amazing. To voice Mark Grayson, who is Justice Glenn, um, who is an Asian superhero, which is awesome. So let's fucking go watch it. <laughs> I, I the first two episodes kicked ass, and I'm gonna watch episode three after we done recording. It is really fun, and Zazie beats. Oh my, she has great vocal range. I, saw, I, I love smile. her. And that smile. She has the best smile. <laughs> Just... mm. Walter Goggins, though. We don't... If you used to sit here and have Walter Goggins sound, when you hear him in his, as, his, as um, this character, Invincible, you're like, wait, that's Walter Goggins? Dude can throw his voice. Like, you... I do love him, too. He's so good. Um, another person Just who's... Just in anything. Another person who's good at masking their voice, David Tennant. Final yes. Sp- final space, people. He plays an evil midget-sized alien who wants to rule the universe. At That's certain, amazing. At certain times when he screams, you hear you can actually hear David Tennant. When he's talking normally, you'd be like, wait, that's him? Like, holy shit. He's also a fantastic Scrooge McDuck. I love him as Scrooge McDuck. I watched. I did watch one episode. I finally, on Disney Plus, finally watched an episode of DuckTales. And I was like, all right, let's see this. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. He is a great Scrooge McDuck. But you know who's also a good <laughs> Donald Duck? Don Cheetah. 
He also makes a great Captain Planet. Because <laughs> yeah. when he when he had that vo- when Donald Duck had that voice that like, whatever fixed his voice, he was like, "This is my ship, so bring it on." Like I was like, Donald Duck just dropped some bass in his voice. <laughs> like oh shit, he's gonna save his nephews and his sister. Let's go. Which is, I like the fact that they gave Donald Duck an actual fucking backstory. Like, he has a sister, so it actually shows, like, oh, he does have, like, a sibling because of these nephews. Yeah. And she's an adventurous. I was like, okay, I can see where the kids get this from. And Webby is not the same type of Webby that I remember both me and Benny in the room from the 90s and the 80s. This Webby is, like, voice actress fucking crazy. And I, I like the I like the, the voice actress. She's who is just you can tell she's quirky. She's Louise esque. If y'all watch Bob Burgers. <laughs> also, before I forget, oh my god, she was the voice of Mallory in Archer. She was in Arrested Development. Oh yes. Um. Oh, it's uh, Jessica. Is it Jessica Walter? Yeah. Jessica. Jennifer Walters. I think it was Jennifer Walters. Jennifer. Well. Yeah, something. Rest in peace. Something like that. Um, before, we, before we get into the review for um, for the Snyder Cut, um, we were very excited to listen to it. Let me talk about it. Um, Jennifer Walters. Well, Jessica Walters. Well, I would say Jessica Walters. I know. I guess I could Google it real quick because now I feel like so bad. Um... Most people remember her from Arrested Development. I only remember her before she did Archer. From that one meme from Arrested Development, she just looking and just closing the door on people, which I would normally do if I'm weirded out by somebody. But for me, for the past, I can't believe it's been down there 11 years Archer has been on on the air. Like, fuck, 11 years. Yeah. Um, I know as Mallory Archer. Archer's mom. Voiced by John H. Benjamin. She's like, fuck. And they got renewed for like three more seasons at that. And I'm like, damn. It is Jessica Walter. Sorry. Jessica Walter. <laughs> just so right. Right. Confirmation. Right. That and um, Peter Siegel, also recently passed away at 87. Um, the Goldbergs. Yeah. So, twenty twenty one. He was like a great character actor. He was in so many things. He was just the type of guy that you were like, face. I've seen you like, basically like, uh, what is it? Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, or literally like that man had been in so many, so many freaking movies and shows. And 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 we we joke about this, but I um his name just literally blanked from my fucking mind. Young Frankenstein, the director. Oh my god. Oh my god, why? Like I was like I was about to say it, and then I'm like, no, it just left me. Um, We've literally talked about him before on this fucking show. Mel Brooks. Thank you. Jesus if I, remember, if I remember correctly, Mel Brooks has said, Betty White is going to outlive us all. Oh. 
He's like, I was like, probably. I was like, Mel Brooks, don't do that to yourself, man. Don't, don't do that to yourself. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't jinx yourself. Don't. He's gotta, he's gotta make space balls too. <laughs> so he'll be fine. Like, bro, don't do this to yourself. <laughs> don't. Like, yes, Betty White is outliving everybody. But yeah, let's get right into the review. Um. We're off our soapbox. We're done with our tangent. We got that out the way. Part one. I didn't write it down, so we. Just I mean, I still one. have my soapbox. Well, you kicked me off my soapbox and you took it because I wouldn't watch Harley. I did. Yeah, it's, I kept it right here next. Yeah, I'm gonna get it back. <laughs> I'm gonna sweep the leg and take it back. <laughs> Sweep the leg, Desi. Sweep the leg, all right. Um, it's I'll right off the bat. You can definitely tell this is um Snyder's version. Um, I don't want to go through parts. I like I'm just gonna go through what what, what I feel, which is very indicative. Is like. Starting off, we had like a funeral presentation and some random ass song, but then we saw in Snyder's version, Superman recreating that scene and being stabbed and him, him screaming, which signifies no Kryptonians and all this, no lanterns and all this other shit. But then when he said no lanterns, it also remembered. And then Zack Snyder came out and said he almost quit again because they wouldn't let him put in a Green Lantern because of Jeff Johns. And I'm like, Warner Brothers is still doing that stupid shit where, yes, there's a Green Lantern because I think they were like they wanted to do they wanted to do it in their own movie. Yeah, they wanted they're going to do a Green Lantern core TV series for HBO Max. Oh, okay. Like what in the people are not fucking stupid. Like people know like yes, the Flash is on TV. You have TV Flash. You have movie Flash. You have TV Superman. You have movie Superman. They people today know they're not going to cross over until we got to Infinite Crisis, Crisis on Infinite Earths, and then Ezra Miller popped up on the Flash as his Flash. That's about it. They just set up a fucking multiverse. That's, that's only it. Um, Alan Richardson also popped up on um, not as Aquaman from Smallville, but he um, he plays Hawk for Titans in Hawk and Dove of Hawk and Dove, which is. He fits that role. He's better as Hawk than he is as Aquaman. I'm sorry, Alan Richardson. You are six foot eight. <laughs> I without bow legged knees, I'm at six foot two. So which means you do tower over me. We cool G. We cool G. I was on your side <laughs> when they dicked you over for ter- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I was on your side. I'm Ra- I'm a fan of Raphael like you, my dude. Okay, back to me. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, I still didn't quite fully understand that opening bit. Like, I get what they were trying to do with the whole sound waves and being like, the earth is unprotected. But it also doesn't make sense either. Like, it just as easily could have been Steppenwolf 
searching for the boxes and then finding it which again still doesn't make sense within the context of this movie because Darkseid himself came to the planet like I don't they didn't really explain how you just forget about the planet where he almost died you know and I did have a gripe on that one because it took someone because I totally forgot the dark side was human looking before he became what we all know what he looks like. He was, I think, if I can pronounce it right, Oxus is U X A S. Jack Kirby can pronounce the fucking name. I can't. Jack and Jack Kirby yeah. has been dead fucking centuries at this point. Um, he created new gods in Dark Side, so, but. <laughs> No offense to Jack Kirby. Thank you, Jack Kirby. But still, if they would have did a human look, I get it. They want the new this version of the gods. We haven't even seen Scott Free. Well, Granny Good does look human. I would I give them that. Yeah. And it looked like Judy Dench, like a giant. I know, and she's not short and stocky, like. Yeah. And the side like, looks more alien, like. But. We're jumping, we're jumping around, so we'll jump back to the beginning. Um, uh, once again, Amy Adams ain't got nothing to do but stand, stand around, sit around and mope. Oh, God, no. Like, okay, so here's, obviously, like, my big gripe, you guys know, I'm really not a Zack Snyder fan. I think he's very overrated. Um, I honestly believe he would have... Uh, won an Oscar by now if he would have stuck to cinematography because as a cinematographer he is amazing he's very talented he can set up shots like nobody's business Mm -hmm. but as a director he cannot do a cohesive story he is all about the storyboards and not story so like he does the flashy bits he does the epic visuals but like none of his movies really have heart none of his movies really make you feel a connection I mean obviously only speaking for myself here um but uh the vast majority of his movies uh include um a lot of half naked men um and gratuitous uh female shots as as well like sucker punch was nothing but gratuitous female and the first shots. time and the first time but i think like the, like the only Zack snyder movie that didn't have topless men in it was probably dawn of the dead yeah. um so i'm like either you know this is his we way of Simon being Baker. like yes i'm bisexual which i'm like i don't fucking care nobody gives a shit so, like fine or he also just has that very um toxic mind frame of men are awesome look at this peak physical male form look how badass these men are because they don't really have feelings or they don't know how to understand cope with their like clark basically just is like i love lois why you love Lois? That's it. I love Lois. And I hate Batman. <laughs> like, 
but why? He, he, I just, I really want the course correct because I just, I'm not a fan of Henry Cavill's Batman and I'm not a fan of Zack Snyder's vision for the DCEU because he thinks that Frank Miller is the god of Batman creation or Ben Affleck is Batman, you know, like he always name drops the most famous of Batman comics as his inspiration for these movies. And I'm like a quick Google search shows you that those are the most well-known Batman comics. Like that's not like those are standalone one shot stories. That's not even skimming the surface of Batman as a character himself. Like, that's not all there is to this this man. And I just am mind-boggled that this movie ended up being four hours because there's no effing reason needed. <clears throat> Freaking long. Okay, sorry, I jumped on that soapbox of my... Yeah, um, all your soapbox. So I'd step you... off of it once again. Um, Henry Cable is Superman. Ben Affleck is... You got them. Like... Oh, did I say Henry Cable is Batman? Mm-hmm. Oops. Well, if you couldn't tell, I'm also in my second glass of wine, so it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I'm on, I'm on my twisty tea, yo. <laughs> um, twisty tea, Desi's in the mix, baby. I mean, I did somewhat like the expanded opening with the Amazon mm-hmm. thing, but I mean, it also like it didn't really add anything to the movie. I still am not sold on Steppenwolf's design. I was almost there with the armor, but in the end, it just kept looking like metal toothpicks to me. Um, and I know, like, people change from their comic adaptations, but again, like, Steppenwolf just looks like a roided-out Tony Stark. And so how they went from that to whatever mm. the fuck that was with this weird puppy dog... Kawaii eyes. I have no idea. No idea. He fucked up and he got kicked out of Apocalypse. That's why. <laughs> that fucking dude went into like capitalistic debt with him. You know, me 50,000 planets. Like, sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> hey, fuck with Dark Side. You got an impossible goal. Are we sure Darkseid is on Apocalypse and not in America? Because that's some American bullshit right uh, there. For me, um, the gripes is still this, like we like you mentioned at the start of it, this trying to blend fantasy with gritty realism. It, it I never, I never gelled with it. Like going back to Man of Steel, going through all the DC movies. Yes, I did it. Mine is Harley Quinn. And minus Suicide Squad and Shazam. Everything minus those movies. Um, yes, I went back to Aquaman because James Wan made it watchable. And low-key, I wouldn't mind a Aquaman, uh, Aquaman movie that was horror-based from James Wan. Mm. 
Like, I don't think... Especially with whatever that, like, the creatures of the deep scene, that was really cool. That was, and that's from the comic He pulled that from the comic books. They are barely used in any form of media from Aquaman's lore. And to use it for Aquaman was really cool. For him to go against yeah. it. So, like, Aquaman can do so much. He can only do so much. Yeah. Um, I would love to see that um, in, a, in a movie. Um, I did, like... Like, Momoa... I feel like... Like, I would say Momoa, when he's been in horror movies, Momoa's always the bad guy. If you do a, a horror... If they stick with this course of not making any of these DC movies for kids... Which is basically where they are. You can do a horror Aquaman sequel, and we'll be for the first fucking time <laughs> in a horror setting, not the villain. Yeah. But, I just think like his scenes in the beginning were so pointless and unnecessary. <laughs> like again, Zack Snyder. I mean, Jason Momoa has. A fabulous body, so like, I do, I do get it, but it's also like, it's just very gratuitous, and the weird women singing to him as they then smell his sweater Thank was you. extremely was just like, stupid. What the, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Why are we very gross for three minutes? Three minutes. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> And I'm like, again, we we didn't need this. Um, we didn't need Aquaman drinking from a bottle, walking into the waves as he then uh, pollutes jumping. in the jumping. water, which was a big, big sticking point for his Aquaman movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're jumping ahead on that one. What? We're jumping ahead. You said don't jump ahead. You jumped ahead. Did I? Yeah. Sorry. That's I just true. his scenes all bled together, and where I'm like, I feel like we just saw this, like we just saw you slow mo walking into the water again, and now we have to watch you slow mo walk into the water another fucking time. Like there are there were whole parts of this movie where I was like, I understand why this was cut. Like this thing, it did not did not need to be four hours long. Max could have probably told the same story in two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. I mean, it basically is the same story as the Justice League, as everyone is is calling it. But there are parts that are more fleshed out. Characters are more fleshed out. Cyborg definitely got his um, redemption. Like, his whole story arc should not have been cut. That was a stupid, dumb call. Um, no, I keep going. I'm enjoying <laughs> Sorry, okay. I know. It's like, oh, I feel like I jumped ahead again. <laughs> I'm, I'm enjoying this mac and cheese. Go ahead. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> um, but, like, I mean, we can talk about that one later. We can put a pin in that. But... The Flash, for me, and I I might be in the minority, but, like, this version made me hate him more. Like, he was way more annoying in this film, to me, than he was in 
the the Justice League version, um, his whole slow mo scene, his intro with the truck, did not need to be in this film. Um, and so many people are like, "Oh, but it introduced um, Iris. Iris," but they don't even name her. They don't name her in the movie. They don't give her a name in the movie. She's just a random woman he looks at and thinks is cute. And they sort of have a cute little, like, flirty eye moment. But nobody says her name in the movie. So it's something I feel that should have been maybe saved for his standalone movie. Um, Which Andy Muschietti got an uphill battle on that one. Yeah. Um, but that whole scene just made me feel weird because, again, too much slow mo. Um, Zack Snyder has a hard on for slow mo, and it's just really weird and overused. And this, you could tell, was trying to capture the awesomeness that was the Quicksilver scene from Days of Future Past. Mm hmm. Um, but we didn't need a zoom in on a stupid sesame seed. I did not need to look at a sesame seed for 10 seconds floating in the air. I didn't need to see the Flash weirdly caressing a girl's face without her consent. And then grabbing a hot dog out of thin air. And then saving her. Like, that whole scene, again, should have just been cut. <laughs> like, um, didn't, need, didn't need to be in there, in my opinion. I don't get, like, I get it. He's on his way to becoming the Flash, we know. But he could have, I hate pulling the fucking TV show Flash. But TV show, no, I mean, TV, so TV show Flash is like comic book Flash. Barry would have vibrated through the window and not break the window. And then I don't get, Mm. and then one, I don't get animals hate them. Like, I get just not all animals like people, but that's just so like, all they did was just sniff them and it's just like, just go off and start barking at them. Like, the whole, like, you are not, if if a person walks in a room, Hell, a pet shop in this movie. And all the animals are reacting to that person. Why are you still trying to read their resume? Yeah. That should give you a red flag on that individual. And then all of a sudden the dogs, just because he had a hot dog in his pocket. And I do get what you mean. Like, yeah. um, I forgot the actress's name, but she was in Dope by um, Carrie. Uh, not Carrie. Uh, hey. Getting the damn dark director's names. I know. Anywho, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. I believe in Rick Famuyiwa. There we go, Rick Famuyiwa, and there was Kiersey Clemens. Kiersey Clemens was Iris, and also. Rick Famuyiwa was supposed to direct the Flash movie. With, and so it was going to be like a dope reunion between Kiersey Clemens and Rick Famuyiwa. But that didn't get off the ground. 
But um, I never, I was never into Ezra Miller being the Flash from the get go. I was like, you could have picked any other actor for this, but him. Like he, I get he has eccentricities, and yeah, that does not bother me. But when you let him bring those eccentricities to a character who don't inherently have them, it's more like yeah, the actor like- being this like. The actor is just the Flash instead of the actor playing Barry Allen. Like Patrick Wilson, this dude knows how to become the character. He became Night Owl. He did, yeah. even though Ocean Master is bombastic. He became Ocean Master. He was an okay. Yeah, he was an okay Ocean Master. So the writing wasn't the best, but he did his best. Like. Like, come on, like, learn from your elders. Well, I'm sorry, Patrick, yeah. Patrick Wilson. Sorry, you're not an elder. Good looking dude. Good looking dude. Sorry to call you an elder. But you are older than me. Um, so, yeah, I feel like. The director, I feel like, like yeah. I, I was like. It. No. But I will, I will say this about this version of Flash than 2017's. This Barry was actually giving scientific facts on, like, certain when it was pertaining to bringing Superman back to life. He wasn't doing that. He was being goofy as fuck in the 2017 version, while here, he was actually saying something, like, he was being part of something. Like, all right, finally, you're showing that you're the Barry Allen that we very see, we very rarely see it in this movie. Yeah. You're being that part of Barry that we know. One thing I will say that I actually preferred in the 2017 version versus this one is um, the moment that, um, and again, this ahead, whatever, but the moment where Bruce and Flash are talking right before they go to fight the, the parademons in Steppenwolf that first time to save the scientists, mm-hmm. and Barry is just like, I don't. I don't know how to fight. I just run really fast and like push people. Like, and he's clearly scared because I mean, you know, in this universe, he's like fucking barely out of his teens. He's like what twenty? I think he's supposed to be. Even though the actor, but like, like near thirty. That was just such like a cute moment and kind of showing more of the Batman that can kind of be that father figure where he's like, yes, just save one, just save one person. And if you can do that, you can save more. Like it was a cute little pep talk to help someone who, as he said, just like he hasn't really fought anybody. He's just run really fast. He could have gave that the cyborg in this one then. And then, yeah. And then they took that out here. Um, and it just, I mean, it was still, it was a fine scene, but yeah, it just, it's just that problem. It's good to have like little just flashes of the heart. Like, I mean, just, yeah, I don't know. Just to have people have feelings and show fear and be scared. And help pick each other up. You're a team. So, like, cheer each other on. 
help them help them when they're nervous and scared whatever but backtrack a little bit though. probably the only only good thing i'm gonna say about the 2017 movie the backtrack though i like the seeing ben affleck as bruce interacting with jeremy irons alfred we got that that first yeah. bit he was like we could have just he was like went somewhere warmer like why are we in the middle of iceland where it's cold i don't i don't understand they don't really ever explain that either like why aquaman picks that place i know man. like why Wait, no they did your dad's not there he, yeah, he did say that. He did say um because no, the uh, the I guess the chieftain was like all the um because of the ocean tide, the boats are getting wrecked and the where they're located, um they can't get um any resource. And then I started thinking like, why are you still living here? Uh-huh. I get it. I get you're a fishing town. Why is everyone, including your children, still there? I get why Aquaman is there yeah. to help you out, but still, why uh, the people in general? And then on top of that, you can tell Bruce took a helicopter out instead of taking a horse. Couldn't you just flew the fuck in instead of wasting a good three minutes you getting there? Yeah. Just be a ball, but I'm like, all right. But he did pull a Bruce Wayne, acting like the Bruce Wayne we all know, acting like he doesn't know the language and then showing the smart ass that Bruce Wayne is. Or Batman in this case, and it starts speaking the language, which kind of like Aquaman's like this motherfucker knew what the fuck he was saying all this time. I like that's the that's the Batman I know, but that's also show that it also goes according to what you've been saying. Zack Snyder and what but everyone's it, been saying. Zack Snyder is a Batman fan. He has never been a Superman fan. He's been on record yeah. stating he does not like Superman. Everything which you is saying funny is facts, but. What you were saying is facts. Because I feel like Batman didn't... He, like, didn't do jack shit in this movie. Like, he... Like, in the fights, he was just useless. He wasn't... <laughs> he he, wasn't. He was, and I'm like... And I'm going... And I know this is a cartoon, live-action cartoon, but even in the cartoon, Batman was fucking up. Parrot watched the final two episodes of Justice League Unlimited... This it that's how you end off a series. Justice League Unlimited, final two episodes, they're on Disney Plus. It's I mean not Disney Plus. You know, HBO Max, check them out. If you let's stop listening to our episode, go over there, watch those two episodes. And plus the best Lex Luthor ever, Clancy Brown, with the all um anti life equation, taking out Dark Side. And Batman outrunning the Omega Beams in that. Alright? Batman outran yeah. the Omega Beams. Yes, that's a cartoon. We'll never see Batman do it in live action. But still, that's how you end up. That's how you do a Justice League movie. You know, that was a two-parter. Seriously, been even watched. Superman had the best line I ever heard Superman said. He's like, all my life, I had to hold back my punches. This is the one rare occasion where I can just let loose. The Superman animated theme kicked up. He hit Dark Side so hard. You see the vibrations of the wind just just reverberating from that punch. Ooh, and, okay. And the and, and and it let off some heat and just just shattered the glass everywhere. Superman. And was, this is 
Unlimited, the Justice League Unlimited. Mm-hmm. Nine and two episodes. Okay. And I'm you gonna be like, let's go! <laughs> like this is a sporting event. <laughs> George Newburn, Superman. Let's go. Um but get, get, get back on track. Um we get led up to yeah. that scene. Um it's good seeing um JK Simmons as Commissioner Gordon. It's good seeing JK Simmons in general. Yeah, I mean the week was terrible, but it was good. I mean <laughs> it was good seeing him. Um what can you do? The man is already So bald. that was fun. I I did enjoy the Wonder Woman scene, her intro scene. Yeah. With the the bank heist or bank She killed those whatever men. the fuck it was. I don't care what anyone says, um, she killed those men. You saw blood. She killed them. But that also then just leads me to being like, this is where I think like Zack Snyder doesn't think everything all the way through. Because he's he's making it sound like Superman is pivotal mm-hmm. to the world. surviving this. But you just show this scene where you show that, one, Diana is faster than a speeding bullet. Her skin is also um, bulletproof, just like uh, Clark. And even though she does not have x-ray vision, she does have her little, like, fucking sonic boom of her her wrist cuffs. And she just annihilates everyone there. Mm -hmm. And this is the same woman who whooped Ares' ass. And in the flashback, you show that Ares is the one, I mean, obviously with a little... Hadouk and assist from talk from Zeus, but like Ares is the one that like gives the mortal wound to to Darkseid that causes him to like hoof it off the planet. Yeah. So you're telling me that the woman that defeated the man who defeated Darkseid is not gonna be able to be strong enough to defeat Darkseid's minion? Uh um, that that's I'll... what you're trying to tell me? Also, those was because I'm a call bullshit. Also, those was the strongest heels. She 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 jumped down from top of the uh, <sighs> the cave entrance down to the ground in heels. I, I was like, need everyone in Hollywood to stop putting women action stars in wedge heels because those are the worst heels to work in because they don't bend. You can't run in them. You can't, um, you can't really kick in them because they don't, they don't have any bend. Like you can run better in high heels than you can in wedges because you can at least run on your tiptoes in and high heel they don't, shoes. But wedges, you can't. The only time we're gonna bring up Stop Marvel, it. the one time I'm gonna bring up Marvel in this whole review, it took them to, after Avengers, Josh Whedon. You don't see Black Widow. In heels or wedges, you don't see Scarlet Witch in heels or wedges. Hell, you don't see Maria Hill anymore in heels or wedges because they know it makes no sense. Especially yeah. everything that Widow does in the first place, and Wanda, well, she technically 
stands there and flies, but still. Hell, Captain Marvel is wearing boots. It shows you. Yeah. Women can wear boots like men. What the fuck are you putting them in the hill? Like, Wonder Woman can wear a boot like Cap, like Superman. Like, come the fuck off. I, that Plus, is, that Gal Gadot is, that, is already, like, tall. Fucking tall. <laughs> like, I'm gonna have to play a video because she she um gave a lesson how to um, pronounce her um, her last name. Well, until the day one of us get to meet her, sorry, you're up here. <laughs> you are, like seriously. Good luck on your third child. <laughs> we all we all we but all yeah, here for we so all here for Chris Pine. Um, <clears throat> it's just the, and it's not even really nitpicking. I don't think, because it's just, it's just showing, like, it's me picking up what you've already showed me, like. I was, you, it's, I was surprised. I, I it just think... doesn't make any sense why Superman had to come back, I mean, but it still didn't make sense why Superman had to die in the previous movie. I, 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 rewatching BBS Ultimate Cut, his death wasn't, his death wasn't earned. No. I, I, he needed a standalone movie. It. Like he this is how. Normally we'll reserve this towards the end. I'm just gonna say it right now. Yeah. It could have done Man of Steel. Then Ben Affleck's Batman. Doomsday should have been his third movie. Um, then they could have done. People said you cannot adapt a cartoon for a live action movie. You can adapt World's Finest, a four part episode. Batman is Superman, the animated series, where Batman, Ben Affleck, and Henry Cable are meeting one another, give a better introduction to Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor. Like jumping ahead, uh, jumping ahead, the Lex uh, Luthor at the end of Justice League is the why do we even get that Lex Luthor? Like seriously, why uh, why is he playing the Lex Luthor that everyone knew he could be? We got that. Elon Musk fucking dude from Facebook creator Zach Mac whatever Zuckerberg whatever that version of Lex Luthor yeah like like that's why many is going Ugh. we got that one <laughs> but you give us what we wanted at the end of a movie knowing full well we are not getting a sequel you and could- that's I think I think Zack Snyder like trolled a lot of people. Like people are like, "Oh, this was my vision all along," but I don't think it was. Mm-hmm. I think he, especially with like the aspect ratio, um, which sure. doesn't make sense for because you knew you were not going to be releasing this on IMAX, so it doesn't make sense. Um, and the only thing I can think of as to why he picked the aspect ratio was like so he could change the scenes with with Wonder Woman. So he was like, "See, I wasn't focusing on her butt in this scene, like it showed in the original movie. No, it goes up from her waist up. That's what I meant the whole time. It's what, see, it's what I did. Right. Um." <laughs> But it's just, I mean, I know we're shitting on this. Obviously, if I had to pick between, like, the 2017 version and this version, I 
would probably I would pick this one to watch because at least it's more fleshed out characters. It is a bit more cohesive. Um but it's still just it just shows the problems that Zack Snyder created from Man of Steel. Like the characters here, I don't really care about any of them except for Wonder Woman. Joe Morton. Cyborg. <laughs> Silas. Um And Batman. So, like Um so And I don't know why, but like sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, because you mentioned Cyborg, and we is, I guess is a good time to get into his um portion of the movie. Yeah. Uh that overkill on taking him like when you're just nothing but a torso, you you dead dead. Like how is right. he, how is he still alive? Like if he would have lost both legs, a arm, and he was just nothing, an amputee with he one, literally was just his rib cage. Yeah, up. like he's dead. Like why? There's like, more. There's important organs that are below your rib cage that you need. So like there was a lot of bit with the sciency stuff that he didn't explain. So like. The whole bit where he was like, my dad figured out how to wake it up. And it's like, well, how? How did he fucking wake it up? And like that, And, then him and getting... why did that not signal up to anybody else? Um, and then Why talk... you just have to do a throwaway line of like, oh, it was because the Kryptonian died. And they were like, Earth is not protected. Like, it's so stupid. Um, it's so stupid. And I want to know, what the fuck hit them that that caused him to be that fucked up. Like, I've seen car accidents. We, and horrific ones that we should not be seeing. And they're on YouTube. And that took him down. What hit Cyborg? So, Victor and his mother. You focus on a hamburger and and a garden truck and a in a convertible with a girl, but you, you're not going to focus on the pivotal moment of Cyborg's creation. Like, like, I'm like, what is going on? And then, yeah. And they did definitely pull from new 52 where he is a football player, but he is a certified genius. When it showed like he did hack into the school's computer. So the student could still be in school. But show like he still, yeah. he has those inlaid talents. So I was like, all right, they're using new fifty two cyborg. They're not using classic cyborg. Um, yeah. And seeing like those bits where he helped that woman and gave her like that is a good part of his power. Like, I don't want to see this woman and her kids on the street. Let me give her hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. Good on you, cyborg. Good on you. You crack your smile, man. Crack the smile. That's good. It's. Yeah, so, like, good thing I'm going to say about this movie is, yeah, the expansion on Cyborg's story. Definitely think it should have been in the original version, just because it makes sense. Cyborg was created from a mother box that he would be able to interact with the mother boxes, so it just would make more sense to to focus on on him and give his backstory especially since at the time the first movie was released his movie was one of the later ones that were going to come out like flash's movies was going to come before when they hear um his hello so it's like 
why they focus so much on like Aquaman's intro and Flash's intro. Like all those intros could have just been cut to g- be given to Cyborg. But I'll give you, I'll give you, whatever. I'll give you a little tidbit. We did an episode in February that was the day Cyborg was supposed to be out in theaters. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, last month, people, we did an episode <laughs> of, on a day the Cyborg was supposed to be out. I know. Can you meant like, it's so weird to think about, like, how many movies we should have had by now <laughs> because of... Yeah, we could have Aquaman. One, we could have Aquaman. The pandemic. But two, also Warner Brothers just being really fucking stupid and um and slow. Like how and people say like Marvel's turning out them too fast. No, they take their no. They take their time and then when they're already in production, that's when they were like this. Oh, this is what's being made and this is what's being put out. The only thing we can give gripes about Marvel uh, to Feige, like finally Feige got a black mark on this on his on his career. You could have just put out Black Widow. No one is clamoring. Like, oh, we, we, yeah. Scarlett Johansson is not. No one likes Scar Scar Joe no more for the shit she's been doing the last three years. So, which means people can get. Yeah, there's can, honestly no way, like, no reason DC should have marveled to the punch with like the big like. But the thing is, though, and I and female I, movie, and I always go back to what. Set. He has a plan. He's like and he's. He even said this. He's well aware, and he get and he and he said like well, like me. I'll take all the veritol about me not watching Birds of Prey. Like him taking all the veritol about being too slow on diversity in film in terms of the MCU. There's a plan. He does not want to askew it. That's fine. But feel <laughs> Black Widow could have been a Disney Plus series. Yeah, and I think didn't they say they are going to release it on Disney Plus on a behind, along with behind, the movie behind a paywall, thirty bucks. Yeah. Bro. But, but but me and Christian have said we we love Rachel Vice, so um she was. I mean, it. I'm still very excited for it because yeah, I do love the people that are in it. She was the majority of the GCR sexual awakening, if it was not Brendan Fraser. <laughs> so oh she was so good in the movie. so good but we're not talking about Marvel movies we're back on the uh, yeah. <laughs> DC um, back. but like we did, get, just... we, did get to, we did get to see um, William Defoe as Volko so it was great getting yeah it was great getting watching Aquaman I, when I watched the Snyder Cut the first time by myself and then, excuse me, going over to Aquaman, the dialogue matched up. Like, it finally fucking matched up because, like, why is Volko so fucking pissed at Aquaman in the first place in the movie? But didn't you see it? And just as I was like, they should never cut that fucking scene out in the 2017 version. Like, we now have fucking context of why one of Defoe's character of Volko was pissed off at Jason Momoa. Like he, get his like he told yeah. like you need to get over yourself. Like yes, your mother left you on the porch, but she was dealing with this shit. Like they was telling him throughout this um uh, just this movie. So getting that extra context, I'm like, all right, this is Warner Brothers' fault. 
Like you cut out certain, you set up their sequel, you set up their standalone movies, but then you cut them out of of this movie, so we're not getting like the full, real, rounded context of the fucking story. Yeah, I I do agree. I guess there's another thing I will agree with Joss Whedon though. Um, I am glad he uh, didn't have Amber Heard do a British accent because that was not good. It was not a good British accent that Mara, Mara did in this in this um, every interpretation of Mara has been brought into video games or animation. She has never had a British accent. Why so, yeah. was there a need for it? It yeah, I, I it doesn't make any sense. I really I hate that trope where they're like, oh, see, because it's royalty, they have to be like British and posh, and I'm like. No, I kind of liked that in the Aquaman movie. They were like, yeah, I'm royalty, but I have, like, no accent whatsoever because we live at the bottom of the... Like, um, like, uh, Willem Dafoe, he kept that energy from Justice League and brought it right over to uh, Aquaman. Yeah. So, so it makes sense for Willem Dafoe because he can do it. He's, he's a trained actor. He's been doing it very longer. <laughs> So he can do the he can do an accent. I give him, he gets the pass. Yeah. Amber Heard is what I, my age. No, you don't get a pass. Amber yeah, Heard. you don't. Yeah, no. Um, for context, I'm thinking. I did like the bit though, where like outside of the air bubble she makes, they speak in like almost the weird like dolphin mm-hmm. speak. Um, I thought that was cool. Or yeah, when she was trying like taking out the water and the blood from Steppenwolf. I'm like, oh, see, that's smart. It's good use of... Her powers. Good use of power. Um, But... Again, even the scene with, like, the parademons, like, dragging out the Atlanteans, like, that didn't make any sense to me. Because I'm like, you guys can supposedly smell the mother boxes i don't see why like water has anything to do with it since you still picked these particular atlanteans because you knew they had been near the mother box so why are you like it was just an unnecessary scene that didn't need to be in there that was really only in there so like steppenwolf could throw some atlantean into a rock and crush his skull yep and blood everywhere um, something I did when I did agree with you, and I was going to add to it in terms of cyborg in the mother box. Um, in the DC animated movie verse, the cyborg was part is part mother box, which she technically is in this movie. Darkseid was able to tap in to cyborg, so when you get to Apocalypse War, he knew the Justice League had a plan to. Go against Darkseid. So he was able to be like, alright. Darkseid was like, alright, you want to come try to raid my planet? Here is my parademons with the DNA of Doomsday. And Cyborg, you're my, you're now my infinite bitch. Ooh, yeah. So it would have been cool to see, like, the, the plant the seeds, what they did, but they didn't do that. They didn't pull the trigger. Um, kind of, was kind of glad they didn't, because... A black man is a slave for a superhero movie? No, that wouldn't work. No. Yeah. But they did it in the animated movie just because not everything for this one, yeah, not everything should translate from animation to live action. But um, I'll say this. Doomsday Parademons. 
eviscerated Hal Jordan and Aquaman. <laughs> I shit you not. They got eviscerated. Oof. Blood and gore. And that's what and now that's one also one of my gripes. The good thing I'm actually talking about it. This um I remember giving the Snyder Cut a nine point five. The more we talk about it, the more I and I watched it twice. It's knocking down and one of the big knockdowns. I get it. You want to make these movies superhero movies rated R, Warner Brothers, because Marvel's trying to make it as much kid for like they are where kids are gonna watch these movies. So yeah, there, yeah, there'll be a curse word here and there. But for DC, there's a lot more kids I've seen. A lot more kids gravitate towards Batman and Superman, and you make these movies for adults i get it not everything should be for kids but I, this is the one time i'm not going to alienate any fucking kids who want to see these movies especially the, yeah. the dc animated movies like why the animated movies need to be rated r why these movie dc movies need to be r i don't get it and that's why um also in the news that justice league snyder cut not a big shock. It didn't do as well as Aquaman, uh, as Wonder Woman 1984. Yes, Wonder Woman 1984 is not that great, but it's for everyone. Mm-hmm. And us adults may shit on it, but guess who we're not shitting on it? And who's having fun grinning ear to ear? Fucking kids. They're not grinning ear to ear when they see Superman fucking up Batman. Or... Wearing and that would piss me off. I don't get the fucking the hype for the black suit. I don't. Yeah, it felt that whole scene felt like it. It didn't give enough context for people because the whole point of the black suit in the comics was that he had to wear it because when he first comes back, he was still very weak. He was almost like. A human, and so this was helping him absorb more of the the sun's radiation. But that's not what happened here in this movie, no, because from the get go, he was full strength. Yeah, he he beat, was but, beat the shit out of the Justice League. Yeah, like like so the whole black suit makes no sense in this movie whatsoever. Um, like other than again, Zack Snyder is just like. This looks good in the storyboard, so let's just throw some Jesus imagery in there, huh? Okay, here you go, black-suited Jesus, right right there for you. Um, and um, I was like, his suit, your suit is right behind you. Put it on! The blue suit is right there! Motherfucker! <laughs> um, and then I do agree with you. He came back full force. That that, And he said, none of Josh Whedon's scenes are in my movie. Motherfucker, we seen there's a couple of yeah new bits that we haven't seen, but when Superman looking at Flash running at high speed, that still gives that still give you like oh shit, I don't care how fast you are, Flash, he can see you. Like that, that I was like that is a. Me and my brothers all agree. Henry Cable could be a good Batman. He pulls off dark and broody very well. Which does not equate to Superman. Yeah. And then also, you could have just yelled out, like, Superman. Why you gotta keep on yelling Clark? From Madison, She was yelling. From Batman she was yelling and. Kal-El. No, Wonder Woman <laughs> was yelling Kal-El. 
Oh, yes. And then everyone else was yelling Clark in front yeah. of the cops. Yeah. And it's like, and the military, like bros. When the bros. F- from Man of Steel to now. Like, what is the fucking point of him having a secret identity anymore? If you're gonna keep well, it's also the same out. with, like, with Diana. Because she doesn't do anything to cover, change her face when she's Wonder Woman. So it's like... The whole scene where it's like, oh, what did you do this weekend? She's like, oh, nothing. And it's like, bitch, your face is all over the newspapers. Like, like you are wondering. How do you think these. <laughs> like, they don't. Yeah, they don't do a good job. Like, and like I was going to say, Diana lied to that little girl. She's like, can I be like yeah. you when I grow up? I would be a little girl. I'm a god. Well, especially after, like, 1984, where it's like, oh, no, it took all your wishes away. You guys can't. No. <laughs> you like, can't wish to be this. Sorry. I'm a god. You, you, you are a human child. And I've I seen on Reddit, it's like, oh, that's Donna Troy. Bullshit. I very much thought that was Donna Troy. <laughs> Get out of here with that. Um, <laughs> like, no. And and I keep I keep forgetting that Josh, not Josh, um, Zack Snyder killed off Dick Grayson. That also irked me. That irked me. I was yeah. like, I'm like, not Tim Drake, not Jason Todd, Dick Grayson. I don't get this need to just to dick over Dick Grayson. <laughs> Pun intended. Yeah. Like, he's well, it's also like the, uh-huh. when he dicked over um Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, that's why I would begrudgingly watch the B, um the ultimate cut because I wanted to be cohesive. And I was and I totally forgot about the Jimmy Olsen scene. That's how I should I showed you how long I watched the BBS ultimate cut. I was like, oh, this is. But again, like he did the same thing in this movie. Like he tells people that was Iris in the slow motion Aquaman scene, but nobody says her name. And, and that was the same thing that happened in BVS. Like, I, he was like, oh, that's my fun little Easter egg. That was Jimmy Olsen. And it's like, bitch, you murdered Jimmy Olsen, and you didn't even tell us that was Jimmy Olsen. And still, we see a batch. Um, it would have been better if he would have did a courtroom quarter scene. Then we know it was Iris was. Instead of her being the damsel in distress. For all the fashion comics I've read, I only see her become the dazzling distress once. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Whatever. Um, yeah. Cyborg getting his own Man of Steel moment. And it's properly done this way because he sacrificed, sacrificed himself so the Justice League know where to find the mother box that was taken. Instead no. of where Superman could have just easily saved Jonathan and came back. It was a, it was another pointless dad death. It was an, like, I don't know what Zack Snyder has against fathers. Clearly he has father issues because he has killed off dads in the stupidest fucking ways. Like, pointless. Like, Paul Kent did not need to be killed by a stupid tornado. Silas didn't need to be locked, like, that didn't out. even need to happen. I out. can't even remember how they found a, 
I haven't watched the 2017 Justice League in a long time, so I don't remember how they originally found the the town where Dude Bro was at, but I'm assuming they could have figured it out pretty easily without fucking Silas being like, yes, track it with this heat thing. I, I did. Um, yeah. General Swansea. Fucking stupid. General Swansea. And Martian Manhunter. Well, for disclosure, he was first. He was first Martha Manhunter. I do like that people have been calling him Martha Manhunter, which I think we already talked about. But yeah, full disclosure for our audio listeners: if you hear that transitional break, that means we had technical difficulties because Discord. Not me. Yeah. Discord. Like I said before, at the start of the pandemic, everyone is making a podcast, and we're not the only ones. So, if you're on the West Coast... We had the... some Discord. With... It's fine. That, that pun did not do me any <laughs> Pun did not do me any favors. But, um, we, uh-huh. we did left off on was uh, Marshmallow Hunter. Um... I feel like he, he. I still think he didn't need to be in it. I would have rather had Just, green light. This is one of the things we was actually did sort of touched on. That is my gripe with Warner Brothers, and then to repeat myself in the same episode. Just because a character is on TV or he's being using another, they're being using another property doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be in the same universe. Wherever the fuck this DC universe is. You establish this is a, yeah. your your world is a multiverse, and you could at least, and then the fact that the world could have got John Stewart in this movie, and they did not. That is like what the fuck? Like yeah, it's good we got General Swansick. All right, I mean, he was Martian Manhunter, but still Martian Manhunter, like you said, but yeah, the Justice League did all this. Then he wants to come out and be like, all right, I'll help. Out if I was Bruce, yeah. Fuck you! I, yeah. I almost died yeah. twice. And it flashes three times. So the whole point, like, I I feel like, and I don't want to say, like, I'm siding with WB, but I feel like they shouldn't have introduced more characters than they already have. were doing because they were already having to do the introductions for Aquaman. They were already having to do the introductions for Flash and Cyborg. So that's three introductions. That's half the league you're already having to do introductions for. So I actually kind of agree that it should have been that's it because like this is one movie. Um, so you don't like and now it's this quote-unquote four-hour epic which it didn't even need to be but like the whole reason marvel was successful is because they had the standalone movies to first see if they would work Mm -hmm. then they did the team up and then they went back to the standalone movies with little nods here and there with other characters and then they did the team up thing again like it's it was paced out um and it was basically DC and Warner Brothers just trying to be like, well, fuck pacing, let's just jump right in. And that was their big downfall because they're trying to introduce half the Justice League 
in one movie. And then they were, and Zack Snyder's like, no, I want more. I want to introduce more people. And it's like, bitch, you can't even handle the introductions for three of these people. Like, stop it. Stop. I think it's so. it's doable to introduce multiple characters in a in a single movie. It's just you not just, in Zack Snyder's hands. <laughs> no, no, but it's it's the it's how it's approached. Like we was um actually Maria Hill. I'll I'll, say, I'll use Maria Hill. Nah, she was she was barely in Avengers, and she wasn't at the focus. But Kobe Smulders did kick ass, though. I'll give her that. And she was. Also, yeah. she was supposed to be Wonder Woman. Twice she was supposed to be Wonder Woman. Yeah. That uh, Joss Whedon script was trash, though. Yeah, it was trash. Um, <laughs> but, hey, we got her as um, Maria Hill. Um, so when, if I still think we need more Maria Hill. Like, I, I want her... I, what, like, I think she's, come back. If I if I if I read correctly, she's no, negotiating her contract to be in Secret Invasion. Okay. I don't know if she's currently. I don't know if her TV show got picked back. Back. Uh, I know it was canceled from ABC. It was based off a comic book with her and Michael Eli. I don't. I I've heard they probably found a new channel to pick up her show. But if not, it would make a hundred percent sense to her to be back in the MCU. She said, I know she said, as long as they need her, she will be right back. So, I mean, they're not like Marvel's not, they're not going to give any other, they're not going to give ABC their characters, even though Disney owns ABC. Like, they're not going to give Hulu their characters. They're not going to give Netflix characters their, like, hey, look, we can do our own TV shows and our own. Thanks, Spike. Yeah. And I was like, and people are complaining, what about Ghost Rider? I was like, Ghost Rider, we're we, we, we dwelling into Marvel. Back into DC. <laughs> Sorry. We'll come back. We'll come back. Rain it back in. We're going to rain it back in. Um, I just felt like Swanzik, um, Martha, and, and Lois were just like underutilized in this big team up movie. Yes. And you could literally take them out. Okay. Minus the tiniest little bit with with Lois. Um, and it really wouldn't change yeah. anything. Except for obviously the scene where, you know, she's what brings Clark back to being Clark. And, Flies off into the and, distance. And I hate when she was like, You smell good and I'm like, bitch, he has been dead for how long? You guys haven't even said. How long was he dead? We don't know. Well, the fuck they, didn't smell stipulated, good. they didn't stipulate it. They didn't stipulated time frame but i'm just saying if that motherfucker just came back from the dead he would be funky like he would not smell good girl girl <laughs> whatever it's fine it's a nitpick that's a nitpick i'm calling no that that's a nit that's a that's a proper nitpick i'm like that's that's <laughs> that is a that is a weird line like <laughs> Really? But again, that's what I'm saying. Like, men writing women, it's not the best. Like, it can be done well, but Zack Snyder is not the man to do that. No. Or who the fuck ever OG wrote this? I don't even Like, just like. Oof. But anyway. Like, um, we'll bring it back in. Uh, I, yeah, so I still firmly believe Martian Manhunter should not have been in this movie um 
Martha Kent really didn't need to be in this movie either because she didn't do jack shit. Like, literally, Martha Kent herself just stared at a grave, drove away, and then carried boxes into a house. And hugged Clark. And hugged Clark. Yes, I'm sorry, I forgot. Forgot about that bit. Um, But again, she, she didn't do anything. She didn't bring anything to this table. I will give, I will give them this though. I like the, so it's real by Russell Crowe. Him coming back to just do that bit, that man is that callback to Man of Steel. That was cool. I give them that. I just don't like the fact it was the fucking black suit that we got where we get the yeah. Because in the if y'all haven't if y'all haven't watched if it's been a long time for y'all watching Man of Steel, essentially his flying scene was him like failing and learning to get back up to fly. Here he's back. He's back, and he can fly. And he, like, it's, it's literally... I He's get, super-powered from the get-go. Yeah, and I'll give... And this is what I... I, I um, I'm sorry I'm stuttering my words, but I like Hans Zimmer's theme. It's okay, but part of me is like, I give the edge to... Um, oh, fuck. The direct... The, the composer for the, the Raimi Spider-Man movies. Oh, fuck. I can't believe I forgot his name. The, the composer he, he composer compo- for the for the, what movies for the Raimi Spider-Man movies and oh uh, Danny Elfman Danny Elfman I like the fact that Elfman gave us a little bit of the Christopher Reeves theme in the 2017 Justice League like it, it gave yes. it gave me that like I I felt more hope from Superman there than here like when he was with like that is I give that is the eight. I, I, as much as we shit on Whedon and that 2017 movie I was given I had a big smile on my fucking face the way how Superman was interacting with Cyborg with everyone he made that crack this Batman was like this I see you smiling because I'm back and Batman's like no I'm not no, I'm not like motherfucker you like me cheesing as fuck as Superman is back get the fuck yeah. out of here and you got the Superman theme in the back like like that is the super like and I, and I know Henry Cable has his like has his opinions but he even he fucking said that he felt like he was Superman in that moment. He, yeah, he said it. Like I just, uh, like I, that, that's the only thing I missed out of this out of the Snyder Cut was that version of Superman. But I did like the fact that he was beating the dog shit out of Steppenwolf though. Like whoo! like he was on his as soon as Superman got there, he was on Steppenwolf's ass. <laughs> Yeah, but that, again, like, it sort of brings it to, okay, what's the point of the Justice League? Yeah. Because, like, they'll be like, oh, but, you know, it was Aquaman's trident that stabbed him. I'm like, no, it was Superman throwing Steppenwolf into his trident. Yeah, like a a ragdoll. But the thing is, though, then if we want to do that... He literally chopped off his horn, so he could have easily have chopped off his head with his fucking laser eye vision and his laser eye vision was way more terrifying than dark side like how do we only see dark side's omega beams underwater like how did he not use them he yeah. first landed yeah um but oh no there there was an excuse he and this is this is something i did bring up at the start of the po- um, episode was of this episode was the fact that this was a younger dark side like before in he before he got the omega powers that we see him have now 
you, it's, it's the subtle differences that uh, you see between the two. But the thing is, though, if that was the okay, case... Okay, but again, they could not clearly stated. Yes, that, but also, if you was going to use the new guy's approach, then you could have just used a human dark side before he became the dark side that we all knew. But then that would add added an extra maybe Ugh. 30 minutes that we don't need. Hence why I that's... do want to see Ava DuVernay's New Gods movie because we're more likely going to get that part of Darkseid that we're not going to get here. That is just... It's my my big issue with Zack Snyder films in general is he has to give the context outside of the film. Yeah. He has to explain things that are going on. Like, oh, this was Jimmy Olsen. That was a fun Easter egg, right? And it's like, no, because you didn't say his fucking name in this film. And that's the stupidest fucking Easter egg in existence. Because you just killed off Jimmy Olsen, who honestly, like, what? (laughs) You have the actor who played Jimmy Olsen make a cameo in your goddamn stupid fucking movie movies but you're like oh it's okay bro i killed off your without anybody knowing that it was jimmy olsen until i said it was jimmy olsen like if you have to be the person that has to explain things about your movie outside of the movie then i'm sorry to say this you're not a good storyteller because you need to explain that in your story not outside of your story like Ugh. Okay, sorry. I'm sidestepping off that soapbox again. No, it's it's it's, it's <laughs> no, it's it's totally valid and it's very very earned because like there is there are good there. Is, I know it may seem like we're doing this uh, close to two hour shitting on this movie. There are some good parts to it and just some that just did not need to be there. Um, and we are at we are at towards yeah, the like movie. the. Uh, if y'all don't notice, I know. the end. best part <laughs> for me is obviously the expansion of Cyborg. Yes. Because that definitely should have been the heart of the film. Um, but there's just, there's way more not to like about this movie for me than there is to like about this movie. <laughs> so, yeah. um, the end, like, he went straight like return of the king style and after the defeat of steppenwolf i'm like there's still 30 goddamn minutes why 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 and then you just get i don't even want to call it fan service i honestly think it was just Zack snyder being like i'm i'm gonna rile up the fans that wanted this movie Because it worked. You have people that are like restore the Snyderverse tweeting about it. But like that whole nightmare scene at the end was stupid. It was so stupid and uh, pointless. We're we're, we're really jumping. Sorry. Um, Sorry. Yeah. Actually, now let's let's actually get to that. Um, I I mean, I guess I should also say if we want to read it back, I did like that they included uh flash a little bit more in the end yeah. fight to make it more important rather than just pushing a truck and and i like the fact they took out the russian family no offense but they was not needed yeah i don't yeah yeah but again like please um i want to see the behind the scenes feature to just see who told ezra miller to run like that because that's not how people run no 
that's not, that's not even how the flash runs um mm -mm. so that's... but maybe that's how you need to run to turn back time i don't know i don't think so mm -mm. i don't think so um i did but... like the fact that they um he's like i was like snyder you, you liar there's nothing from whedon's version that's still in here no when aquaman on um, Batman's Mapplebill, jumps in the air with those two parademons, gets catched by Cyborg, my, my man, and then w surfs down on a parademon. That's still in there. Yeah. But it's still just as epic as the first time we saw it. I'm like, fuck yes. Let's go. I'm, I'm, I'm with it. I like Momoa's Aquaman. It's like, he, yes, he's angry, but he, he's, he's a dude, bro. But so is Jason Momoa. Yeah. Like, you letting Momoa be Momoa as Aquaman. And then I do like the fact that he still kept um, Momoa letting keep, let him, um, even the version, Momoa got to bring his culture with into Aquaman. So him banging yeah. the, like, banging the, um, the Trident, and down, that's part of the Maori culture. So I was like, him doing that war stance, and then I'm like, Oh no, that is what Momoa like brought from his culture into Aquaman. I like I like the fact that no matter what version was it, they got they still kept it in there. I like the fact that mm -hmm. Cyborg from the get-go was a smart person and he's just like, I'm a fucking human being in this fucking shell, wherever the fuck I'm, like, I'm not even human. I don't know what the fuck I am. But I'm learning to do yeah. it. And then and they still The little I end bit where he was fighting the unity, because mm -hmm. like did I did enjoy the fact that like from you know like the fight when um Darkseid got the, the like I don't even know if we want to call them like wizards or sorcerers but like the three beings that were controlling the mother boxes and mm -hmm. then they were killed um in the first invasion but like they their essence I guess was still tied to the mother boxes I mean yeah. I didn't fully understand that but I did like that when cyborg was in the unity that he like their representation was there and trying to like tempt him to the dark side i guess yeah um and he's like i am not broken and i'm like motherfucker you are not <laughs> i know who i am you're good job not. You, you, good you, job you man. Good, man i was like and i and i still feel bad for ray fisher they, they i'm like we don't know if he's going to be an enemy shady's Flash, or if he even wants to do it, and I and if he doesn't want to do it, I understand. Warner Brothers is a shitty Dude, company. Fully, fully understand because those motherfuckers did him dirty, so dirty, so dirty. But that's a but this um, topic for another another podcast. Um. Now and I can now we know why Joe Manganiello had a mohawk all that time. He was filming Snyder Cut. He wasn't having a mohawk, a blonde platinum blonde mohawk, just to have one. No, he was filming. He went, came back. He still looks terrible, though. Like Jesus Christ, that's the worst blonde. Like it's no. Like why? Like just let Manganiello keep his hair and just let him keep his mask. <laughs> like Joe Manganiello got a good head of hair. By making them cut into a yeah. mohawk. I feel for Sophia Vergara. You can tell she did not like the mohawk. This is the one time I'm for Sophia Vergara. Like, he he has a good head of hair. You want him to cut it. 
there are people that can pull off, you know, a multitude of different colors for hair. That's me. Um, and then there are people that cannot, <laughs> and he cannot pull off that fucking weird ass bleach blonde. Like, were they trying to do bleach blonde or were they trying to do a natural blonde? Because none of that looked real. It yeah. looked so fucking fake. Yeah. It looked horrendous. Like, um, like Joe Manganiello looked like the type of person who would probably grow their grow gray naturally instead of like they was trying to force him to look gray too fast. Like you can tell, like yeah, he should not be gray so quick. Like you can, if you didn't he's, like Barry, he's being gonna blonde, be a silver fox for sure. But like, like, not at the right time though. Not whatever bullshit that like. It was a dirty platinum, which I didn't even know you could really dirty platinum, but that's that's what that's the only thing I can think of is for what his hair looked like. Dirty platinum. Yep, and for the like you can tell like if you can uh, I think they could have just went away with like letting Joe like letting the actor keep his um natural hair color. If you if Ezra Miller yeah. wasn't a blonde, if we wanna be nitpicky, if Ezra Miller didn't get to be a blonde or a redhead for Barry, then you should have just yeah. let, left Joe Maganello being his natural hair color. Yeah, it yeah. Yeah. I mean you still let like Jason Momoa, for the most part, had his natural hair. It just had sort of like the bleachy highlights, mm -hmm. you know, which like look good with him because he's he can pull out. But it was like that ombre, that two tone stuff that that worked. But like, yeah, just don't. Don't. I kept having like horrible flashbacks to Channing Tatum in that terrible Jupiter movie. Jupiter Ascending. Um, yes. Like, he could not pull off that hair color. Like, that weird bleach blonde thing. Like, no. No. Um, no. For, uh, to continue on, um, we're in the, ep we're now, if y'all don't know, we're in the epilogue stage. Um, I actually like Jared Leto as this version of Joker. Ooh. I know you're gonna hate it. I I have no problems with Jared Leto as the Joker. It was Ayer's take on Joker. I didn't like. I have like with Jared, like the ta the tattoos. I'm like I don't like. Why would you give him all these tattoos? Like that was the first one, the first strike, and then the way how like every actor has like Eric keeps on going like Ledger. Like I didn't like Ledger's Joker. I don't, I still don't like Ledger's Joker, but I grew to accept that every actor has their interpretation of approaching Joker. Like, if we're going vocally as well, um, John, De Don, okay, John DiMaggio like... is, is a weird take to be playing Joker. Michael Emerson is a weird take to be playing on Joker, but I can accept vocally their, everyone's approach to the Joker is different. So I equate that to a cinematic version of the Joker. But... So Jared Leto... Um, to me, is like the um the director of the Joker movie. Um, I can't even remember his his name. Uh, but where he just basically Todd copies Phillips. Phillips. other uh great directors. 
and just steals their iconic scenes to then just put it in his movie. Like, it's not his vision. It's everyone else's vision of, like, the Joker because he just, it just to me felt like he took uh, bits and pieces from every fucking Joker and even um, the Riddler, like Jim Carrey's The Riddler was in there and he was like, and blend. Thank you. Done. If it helps you, I've never seen The Joker and I don't want to see The Joker. Yeah, it's, I mean, I like that one piece hate me forever but it's just it's again like so my problem with the joker movie and my problem with uh the vast majority of Zack snyder movies is it's made by white men for white men <laughs> what do you say about okay what like, do you say about me liking Leto's joker though i mean that like if you liked it you liked it like i'm not gonna knock you for like i don't knock people for for liking something um, unless it's obviously detrimental to other people, but like for media, like you liking that, it's not detrimental to anybody. Um, it's not harming anybody. And we're just going to disagree because I thought Jared Leto was, is trash as the Joker and Zack Snyder just threw him in there for shits and giggles, not for any particular reason reason like uh, there is a future joke uh, and i've noticed that they used for this epilogue the last night on earth which is a good scott snyder batman comic if anyone has read it um you have a imperia for inferiosa oh the charlie steron character from it is imperia furiosa right furiosa Furiosa, okay. It's technically Imperator Furiosa. There we go. So you were very close. You were just combining the two. Okay, sorry. Um, But Wonder Woman is that type of character in Last Night um, on Earth. And Batman Mm. Batman is a clone. You find... Oh, shit, I gave a spoiler. Fuck! All right, if you you read... (laughs) I'm, I'm sorry if you haven't read the comic. You now know the spoiler. My bad. My bad. Okay, but let's be real. It was a slip. At one point in time, every comic book character in history has been a clone. But this one was a specific. <laughs> this was a specific reason why he was a clone, because what happens at the start of the comic book uh, of that of this um of this specific story, um, and you see what happens to the real Batman at the end of the um at the end of the story, and all the characters that's in that make up this world and. Scarecrow, this is the the most Scarecrow looks like. He, Scarecrow looks like a legit walking corpse, but with with syringe with needles, um, syringes and needles for hands, and skeletons for arms. And I was like, oh, Scott Snyder, you should be writing a horror com a horror movie, man. Like, actually, no, he has American uh, American Vampire. Look for that. <laughs> Look for American Vampire. Mm. That is my comic recommendation in the middle of this Justice League uh, review. American okay. Vampire. Okay. Um, Scott Snyder wrote that with the help of um, Stephen King. Ooh. It's another author whose books I um, and they give you so a, much hate. And they give you a good definition of what is an American vampire and what is a uh, a British, not a British, uh, European 
vampire. The difference between the two. And I can give you this. This is just an obvious one. We can go. We can I was going to crack a joke about the American vampires just stealing uh, black identities. <laughs> but, um, oh, that's I, a fun culture. Yeah. Steal those ideas. Um, American vampires can walk in the daylight, while European vampires cannot. Huh. And okay. American vampires jaws think of um they he look like Scott Snyder pulled a lot from um Guillermo del Toro because you know how it was like snake like for Blade Two? Mm-hmm. American vampires have a like a snake like jaw on unhinging and just latching on. It it's it is it's, oh. you would definitely like American Vampire. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll add it to the list. I think there's three trades out. If I'm correct, there's, I think there's three trades. Um, okay. Definitely pick it up. Okay. Because I always always say it when I look at it. Cam getting it. Um, if y'all don't know who he is, like he's always a supporting character in movies now. I always said he can play the main vampire called um, Sweet. This is I forget. I, I know his the name is Sweet though. I get the whole name. I want to go over to my shelf to pull the damn comic book out and derail this podcast even further. But um, <laughs> I changed my mind. I think um, Wyatt Russell could play this character. They have he has that like his father. He has that like you can tell they can do old west movies, but they really don't look like they should be doing old west movies. <laughs> but either way, um, Nightmare World. Um, that was just, I think that's where the rated R came from. Was first Aquaman stabbing Steppenwolf in the chest, and then Wonder Woman chopping off the head. I was like, you couldn't do that in Wonder Woman '84, but you can do it here. Um, it's just it's and then repetitive them, and pointless. Yeah. Um, and then like because like Batman cursing. He out. already he already addressed the nightmare world in. Batman versus Superman. He addressed it again with the vision that Cyborg gets when they're trying to bring back Superman. Superman. So it's just like seeing, repeating himself for no. But I think the reason. reason. He, but I think the reason why he's repeating himself, we get to see once again Mira. We see Cyborg. We see Flash. Um, Deathstroke. And Joker, this uneasy alliance, and I'm like, okay, all right, we're here, and then we get Superman finally, and like you could have kept him in the black suit. Why he has to be evil in the blue suit? Don't pull an injustice on us, all right? Fuck off. Yeah. Um, and then we it just yeah. And then we get to the end of the movie, and where both me and Benita kind of super agree where he should not have been at it, like. Also, I just think it's really funny that apparently in um, comic book movies, if you're rich, you have to have a cabin by a lake in the woods. That, and I'm like, uh, you couldn't let his, the fact that is built there and his mansion is now going to be the Hall of Justice. Fine. Yeah. Way Manor is now the Hall of Justice. Uh, okay, whatever. Um... But I do like the look of Marshmallow. I will give him that. He, he looks like Marshmallow. Well, obviously, he looks more alien because of the, the ridges they gave Marshmallow Hunter and everything. 
But I'm like, yeah, that's de that's definitely uh, Marshall Manhunter. That's John Johns. I go by many names. I was like, yeah, that is that is indicative of John's uh John Johns. So like if um oh man if Harry Lennox if he's, if he can't do it because he's of age now he is. You can get any other actor to play the human portion for John. If they want to keep going with him being black, you can... the one time I would <laughs> like to see Michael B. Jordan in the Superman. <laughs> <laughs> the one... I was gonna say, um, what's his name? Doug Jones. He does all the amazing mocap. Just get him. He he first played uh the body for uh, Silver Surfer and or. <laughs> Daniel Day Kim, if they would, if they, I, that's, that's also in the final episode of Justice League. Marshall Manhunter, like, absent throughout all of Justice League Unlimited, and you see this old, random, old, um, Asian man, and he just, like, punched the shit out of a parademon, and one of them was like, Hera, and then it's, it is really Marshall Manhunter, and I was like, oh, shit, Carlotti, <laughs> I was like, but it was, it was, a, it was another voice actor, voicing the Asian man. But uh, Paul yeah. Lumby obviously came back. I was like, you can do that. You can have Harry Lennox voice Martian Manhunter, and you just get another actor playing the human portion. I was like, if they do that on TV, you can do that in film. It's easy. Yeah, absolutely. Hell, Rebecca Romaine did that for the X-Men movies. You can do it in a DC movie. But it was, un it was unnecessary. And plus, I would have been pissed if it was Green Lantern. In that, in that, in that portion, like, wait, we go through the whole movie. You get a bullshit cameo with Martian and Hunter in the middle of it, and then a really bullshit ending with John Stewart introducing himself to Batman. And I will say this about Ben Affleck: you can tell he's more healthier and mentally sound. Like you, you can obviously tell the the cuts because that was a reshoot because Ben Affleck is in now look as big as he was when he did um that heist movie with um Jeremy Renner. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Like he looks like he's that big but not as buffed out they had him as when he's when he uh, majority of the movie. You can definitely tell it was reshoots but for outside contest context Ben Affleck wasn't doing very well mentally, or um, he was um, using alcohol very um, liberally, and he was like really contemplating suicide. So you can tell he's back and together, even though he had a bad breakup with um, uh, Anna Darmus. And his. They're together? It was. <laughs> it was on the wow, way it was. Okay. Um, oh my God, okay, we're getting derailed again. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, it shows you. In a pandemic, when you're in the middle of a pandemic, it shows you sometimes people just can't be together. Army Hammer. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> oh man, let me let me take a sip of that water. Right also, now. that we won't talk about so many other topics rather than just this movie. But huh. you can tell Ben Affleck was healthy in the right frame of mind. I would have, I would have loved to see a healthy Ben Affleck like he is now come back to be Batman. Nothing against um oh fuck what Robert Patterson. I do want to see the Batman, but I want to see Ben Affleck, this healthy Ben Affleck, come back to be a Batman. You can tell he's in the right frame of mind. He's clear-headed. He looks physically healthy to do it again. But we're only going to get get him as Batman one more time in the Flash, and that's about it. 
But that's good. I mean, like he's a solid. He's a solid Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, and he pulls his own comic book knowledge to it, and people keep forgetting Ben Affleck is a comic book nerd. Like he wanted the wig to look like Bruce Wayne's hair, so I was like, okay, fine, uh, you get a pass for that. Still, you don't need a wig. You got a full head of hair. You got himself. That is something I'm not gonna let go. Ben Affleck has a nice, good head of hair. You do not need a wig. Sorry, sorry. Go beneath it. I'm sorry. I, I just yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm ready for the course correct because I don't think there'll ever be one. What? I don't think there'll ever be a course correct. I, I, I seriously feel that. Well, no, I mean that's isn't that what the the Batman is? Cause... No, the Batman I, I'm hearing is its own standalone universe. So, like every DC movie is just, it's its own thing. And maybe certain they said certain ones will connect and certain ones will not. Huh. So they're going oh they go like we said like I said at the start of this episode it's going nineties DC. It's certain movies connect certain movies do not. I so, mean that does sound to me. <laughs> no. So all right. So we'll we'll see, but tentatively we'll see. Final thoughts for this movie. No surprise, you guys. I didn't like it. I have not been a fan of the Snyderverse. Um, mostly because I just feel like he is a Dude, bro. casual fan um, and focuses so much on his favorite stories, which were just really a standalone one-off and not the true essence of the characters he is trying to bring to the screen and while like if I had to pick obviously I would rather watch this one than the Joss Whedon one (laughs) there are things I wish he would have kept from the Joss Whedon one but as it stands I'm going to give it four polished turds out of ten um for me because it was still shit but it was definitely polished <laughs> for me um uh, my final thought um i will get i'm, I'm just gonna go with the, with the score i'm gonna give it a seven out of ten i felt it was better paced even though i do feel most of the actors were underused certain actors were like i said diane lane um amy adams and henry lennox they were underutilized. Um, I feel Jordan Morton was given more to do as Silas than he did in the 2017 version. Mm-hmm. And any more movies with Joe with Joe Morton, the better. Um, if y'all want to see more Joe Morton, <laughs> oh jeez, get away with murder, get away with murder, and Eureka. Not get away with murder. Um, Scandal. Mm. I haven't watched either of those shows. I'm watch, sorry. watch Eureka. With Joe Morton, he like he's like he, you can tell he he has he's the type of actor with gravitas. Wait, what, who's he in Eureka? Henry, the um the mechanic. Oh fuck yeah, he was. Yeah, the sheriff. The, oh my god. Yeah. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Oh, it's been so long since I've seen Eureka. Oh, yeah. I still remember the part. Okay, sorry, no, nope, 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 not gonna dive. We're diverging. Yeah, we're diverging. Um, <laughs> better um, 
Cyborg was better flushed out. Obviously, that's why it gets it gets the seven. Um, me getting giddy seeing Superman beating the dog shit out of 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 um, Steppenwolf. I, I thought that was that had me going like you like Smokey at the end of Friday when Craig was whipping Debo's ass. Whoop his ass! I was I was Smokey in that moment. Like whip his ass, Superman. Whip his ass. Um, but. Zack Snyder seems like a cool dude. It just I feel like I still do not like this universe, the Snyderverse, if you will. I I don't like it. Yeah. Um, I don't want to see a continuance, and the fandom really soured me on this. It, re- it, re- it from the get go, it soured me on this, and I, feel, I still feel like this should never been done. Warner Brothers should never. Yeah. But the and, the trolls felt way louder than. Yeah. I don't even want to say, like, genuine fans, but, like, I don't know. The trolls just, I feel like we're the loudest. And that, and, and that's the review. So, and I don't know, fuck this movie. Fuck the fans. Um, We never want to see it again. Not even in black and white. Yeah. No. Um, but if you like the movie, um, we, we, hey. It is what it is. I just don't like the fact that you're turning these superhero movies um, turning away from being something for a family to strictly for adults, which I feel like this should not be the case. If you like it, like, and don't take this the wrong way, but I don't care. Like, <laughs> when I say I don't care, it just means that you liking this movie has no effect on my life. And me not liking this movie has no effect on your life. So this whole toxicity of, like, attacking people because they liked something you didn't or them not liking something you love really needs to stop. Like, just stop. Just, it doesn't hurt anybody. Let people like what they like because let people not like what they, what they don't like because it doesn't. It doesn't affect anyone. It doesn't hurt anyone. Um, when you try and say some bullshit like, oh, but it's about the discourse and the the discussions. And it's like, it's not. It's not. It doesn't ever happen that way because it just turns into arguments yeah. online. Um, so just kind of just come with this mind frame of, I don't care. Because if you do that, then you really won't care if people don't like something you love because you're gonna just realize oh it doesn't affect me it doesn't affect my uh my love for this this product so yeah i don't care so if you love this movie great i don't care if you hated this movie great i also don't care like cool cool you have an opinion love you bye that's that's it that's my yeah final thought and with that, that is our episode. And that is our review of Justice League, the Snyder Cut. Um, if, you, if you liked it, um, you got through this episode. Once again, you can tweet at me at Desi is Dead. And you get the Fabulous No Prize, which is a gold star. It's very inexpensive, inexpensive to buy gold stars. Thank you for sticking with us with the technical issues and our rants and... Our, our, our ju- a jumbled thoughts on this review because that's what it was a jumbled yep. thought just like this <laughs> ha! 
But stay <laughs> tuned. For the, stay tuned for the rest of this week for the Falcon and Winter Soldier review and Invincible review. And I can tell you this: where I have to jump. Holy shit! Invincible came out swinging, and it was damn Ooh. good. Damn good. I'm excited. I need to watch it. I need to watch. It. And with that, people, stay safe. Practice social distancing. If you have the chance, and if you are able to, get the vaccine. You will be causing less harm than good to the world. And with that, take care and do good, people. There you go. Peace. <laughs>